0: You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Well, here we are, partners, journalists. Monday afternoon. You're with Tom and Eddie from Hello Sport. Have unqualified opinion on wavering bias. Fresh off the plane from sunny Victoria. Straight, straight to the studio. Like, we don't fuck, we literally don't fucking stop. We are the hardest workers in any room you're in. If we're in there, we're the hardest. Yep, accurate. Fucking accurate. One of the great commutes all time. Flight got delayed. No mackers in the terminal. Had to, go Had to, to find Nash. more mackers. Had to change terminals. Had to go back to the terminal. Then we are on the tarmac for an hour. Then my bag took an hour. Now we're here. Off the top, if you're listing Melbourne... Qantas terminal domestic mm, if you guys are listening looking at you yep who the fuck told you <laughs> that it was a good idea not to have any fast food in yeah there? no who, who's fucking smart ass idea was that <laughs> let's have eight tiny cafes dotted around this shithole hole of a domestic airport eight, there was two and one of them was jammed out the yard <laughs> Macchinos yeah, or some shit Yeah This isn't about you Macchino. It's not about Macchino, mate It's not It's about Melbourne Domestic Airport Not having the fucking Wherewithal To get a goddamn Maccas Or fast food Just generally Anything there It's disgraceful Quite frankly It's absolutely disgraceful The domestic airport at Melbourne Is one of the great shitholes on <laughs> the planet I'm just gonna say it it is. It's a shit hole. It's a dude. Shit hole. It's designed appallingly. Yeah, it looks Nothing like someone works. who was like, you know, losing their grips on reality was potentially the yeah. designer of this fucking airport. Like, weren't here, not you know, not the full quid, not the full deck. No, working on that airport. So it was nice. It was nice to return to to much sunnier uh, Sydney. Get us back home. You know, like. No it it's home where to where go. the air's fresh and the fucking sky's blue and the uh, you know just the air's fresh. I tell you what, sings, bro. the hardest thing, and I don't understand it, and I'm prepared to have someone explain it to me. Why the fuck are we still made to wear masks on planes? I was, I thought I was going to asphyxiate i was doing Honest. it so tough on that fucking dude you were doing it and right. this air hostess just kept coming past going, can you please wear your mask correctly i didn't have mine on the whole time though i she told me like three times and i get it it's her job i'm not knocking her whatever but like do we not just let it fucking go i you were you were making some distressing sounds dude sounds <laughs> and and like mannerisms mm. and i couldn't work out what was going on and then you looked at me and you were as dishevelled as I've <laughs> I've seen you. I reckon you you were sweating. Yeah. You were you looked like you were taking your last breath at one point. There was every chance I was when I had to put the mask on. Like I had to I had to pull the mask down and take like deep lungfuls of air and then go back into the fucking mask. I tell you what, I used to be able to rest my head on the chair in front and have it not be uncomfortable within reason because nothing's comfortable on a fucking airplane it was i may as well like it was like jagged hard rocks what happened to like soft cushioned chairs i think that they're a thing of the past i think that the domestic flight itself has become more and more uncomfortable over the years there is fucking no room no room OCS, dude, dude. Like and there was no there was no exit rows, which I'm now like I need extra row. I'm like they they're definitely shaving off a couple of centimetres every year. I literally can't like I can't fit in there anymore. Not only that, tall. I'm like, what if you were like tall, tall? Not only that, Eddie. We get there, and of course the super quick DIY check-in machines don't fucking work. Oh my god! So we got to wait to get help from someone, and then when we do, they're like, oh, your flight's booked. So we're going to move you to the next flight. And we're like, what the fuck does that mean, madam? How in God's name or why in God's name, the name of the Lord, are you overbooking a flight that I've paid for and that, then just moving me on? Oh, they do that shit all the time. That's fucking ridiculous. I don't know. Why us? Why are we getting Why moved? me, Eddie? Why are we getting shafted? What did we do wrong? I, we didn't do anything wrong. We didn't do anything wrong. And that's the problem. We didn't do a thing wrong. We didn't deserve it. We didn't deserve it. God knows we didn't deserve it. Fuck no, we didn't deserve it. Great Off the weekend, back of though. that, hell of a just weekend. one more complaint. Tom. Sorry, yeah, bring it, bring it. Bro. Just one more complaint. Bring it. Who whoever thought that the DIY machine was a good idea? Fuck you too, because. <laughs> That is that machine is not seamless at all. It's no, a it's heap not. of shit. It doesn't work properly. It's fucking laggy. Every time I try to use the fucking thing, it doesn't work. There's always a fucking error. And I'm like, I'm not like some. I'm not tech deficient. Like, I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? It's not seamless at <laughs> all, bro. And you know what? It's like, doing? I'd be it's, on. It's costing good, honest Australians their, their jobs. Job. <laughs> good, honest, good, honest Australians. <laughs> like, I'd be happy to line up. Talk yeah. to a person. Check they can always sort in. me out. There's no issues. Yeah. Because then what happens? Print out a couple of go and see someone fucking yeah. message and then you got to wait. They also printed off someone called Patricia. And then, but like, you know what else was weird? Yeah, we got Patricia's name printed off for some reason. I don't know who the fuck she is. And <laughs> I they, hope she made it. fly. <laughs> hope she made it. And then they fart ass around for 10 minutes uh. trying to work out what's wrong. Oh, your flight's overbooked. Oh, so you just put us on a different flight, did you? when i was about i was waiting for like i oh, would we'll just put you on the four o'clock <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting right yeah i was like okay. how long have we been delayed I, like i don't know thank god it was only half an hour being delayed in that fucking airport would have been one of the great torture chambers of all time oh, like, oh yeah you gotta sit in melbourne domestic for five hours yeah. is that all right sir corridors to nowhere in that place yeah unbelievable ridiculous but look we're we're, we're starting off negative punters and dribblers loved because it because though great weekend Cause we had a big weekend ripping and tearing and nah. you got you got two fragile boards <laughs> on a monday just a couple of dudes who just didn't stop working all weekend yeah there's no quitters no we, we got down there straight to work straight woke to up work. saturday fucking work was calling again sunday work monday work <laughs> But we must, I think, you know, have a big bloody shout out and thank you to Ko for getting us down for the old uh, Georgie Cambos's punch on. Got down there Friday. Went to the press conference. Yep, held in the world's smallest room. World's smallest room Richmond, with no microphones. At the Richmond Rowing Club, which was which was a bold choice, I must say, mm. a bold choice to hold press conference of that size in the world's smallest room, but yeah. it is what it is. Well, listen, it is Microphones what it is, that didn't work except Warren Smith's. Well, as long as we can hear Warren is what I always say. Like, as long as Warren Smith's audible, but yeah. no one else. Warren first, George second was sort of the, yeah. the mantra of the day. It felt um, like... That Bob Arum might be the oldest person alive. Bob Arum's old as fuck. I wouldn't have been surprised if he was sitting there in an adult, nappy. In a just, nappy, yeah, just, just pooing himself. Just pooing himself. <laughs> Just a man who's, you know, he's seen 90... Well, he's lost control of his body, mate, and that's fine. That's what happens at, at that age, at 90-odd. You 90 just laps, shit yourself. 90 laps around the sun affords you, I think, the luxury of pooing yourself yeah. in a press conference. Yeah, ungracefully shitting yourself just, in a press just conference. Just sit there, there and marinate, and if anyone <laughs> asks a any question, you just go, listen. I, don't, I stopped caring a long time ago. <laughs> I'm just counting down the days, baby. <laughs> Everyone I've ever known is dead. I'm as old I'm as, old as the sun. Uh, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm old as Methuselah. Yeah, I'm fucking old, dude. I'm biblical. <laughs> <laughs> so he was good. He was sitting there it, like a just a fucking just, potato in a jacket. Yeah, just stewing. Just stewing. Hunched <laughs> over on himself. Like, yeah. Fully hunched over on himself. Impressive though, right? Lou like, Bella a, went on... He, to some length to sort of explain how he's the greatest boxing promoter of all time. Mm. I'm like, Lou, climb down off off his hog, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He's half dead, Lou. (laughs) Get get off him, you're going to kill him. You're going to kill him, mate. (laughs) You don't need to be that far up. He's wrecked. (laughs) (laughs) But it 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 was fun. Got to meet the Let's Get Ready to Rumble, Bruce's brother. Sorry that that's what you've become, Michael Buffer. You're just Bruce Buffer's brother to me now, bro. <laughs> it's funny because it was always the other way around. The other way around. Now I like. It was. It was nice to meet him. No, he was a. He's a smooth, he, literally smooth, like old person. He's smooth and old. Skin was smooth as as eggs. If he's not moisturising daily, I'm not here. Mate. Cause he was smooth, dude. You know what? I could actually learn a thing or two from from Bruce's brother about skincare regiments Because oh, he was, there was, he was smoothness personified. Right? <laughs> he was smoothness, dude. <laughs> and that hair, oh, it wouldn't quit. The yeah. hair wouldn't quit. The he hair was, looked like it was CGI and it was in front of my face. Like, yeah, which was which was interesting. Watched and jury like ringed up and shit. Oh, he's blinged out the ass. Yeah, he he carried a certain aura. Yep, I think it's fair to say. No, he did. He did. Is he, um, he sauntered about the place? He sauntered. He sauntered. Devin Haney was fucking rocking Snow Leopard. uh Cashmere. Cashmere jumper. Now, look, having hindsight as our friend in this situation, maybe that was one of the things that helped get him over the line. I will say this, again, using the power of hindsight, it was concerning for me. The amount of times George wore that white trench coat in the week leading up, I feel like it was on at every press conference. Not the week, weeks, the weeks, months. That I mean, look in the fullness of if time. We're trying to look at where it went wrong. If, if we're yeah, if we're looking for for, you know, signs that things weren't going great, it's wearing that jacket as much as he did. I don't think helped. That's that's just my that, read. That like that's again that's just running a real quick eye. We haven't had a time. We haven't had an opportunity to watch the fight back. Obviously. Too busy, but the jacket was one of the things that was an early concern for us. Well, it was actually... It was was a concern that you and I had voiced to each other privately, I think, on the Saturday. Yeah. It had become alarming, the... uh, The amount of... The use the the jacket was getting, and we were just... (laughs) And again, like... That throws up more questions like, you know, how often are you cleaning that thing? Are you dry cleaning it? Are you cleaning it yourself? Where are you going to get it clean? It, is it the same jacket or do you have do you multiple, have multiple jackets, white jackets of that are the same? Because you're a fashion, he's a fashionista, like he's a, he likes to dress sharp. Which is, which, which is I think, that where the, the concern, concern came from yeah. is that he's a smart guy, a guy who, you know, dresses to impress quite mm. literally. And he's, and he's reusing the same jacket now i don't have a big problem with that i mean if he wants to reuse it that's fine i wear this jacket fucking almost every day it, but it doesn't align with him correct that was you know what i mean yeah like sometimes i'll wear the same th- like i sometimes wear the same thing out every weekend for a year or two mm. right yeah but i don't i'm not but you're not dressed to impress sort of fashion not, it, camp, not, not i'm not not, dressed, that. not i'm not dressed to impress first and no. foremost no there's I'm a dribble first sort of guy. Dribble right? first, yarn first. Yeah. Whereas he is, so that was of concern to to Tom and I. Yeah. Um, he was he was all presence though. He lost. The, he the, fucking didn't make weight. Now that you know, like Jeff, I, we went to bed on Saturday night, listened to the the great Jeff Fennec and the Merrick Mueller, and it was probably we we sort of even reflecting upon it, we're like that was bad vibes to go to bed because Jeff was carrying him a new asshole, basically calling him unprofessional. Jeff went very, very hard in the paint. I have absolutely no visibility around, like, what Jeff and George's relationship like, or, like, if they're cool. I don't know. I don't know. But he was going fucking hardcore. And, you know, the the dulcet tones of Jeff Fennec when you go into bed. Dulcet. Really late in the piece on a Saturday night f- before the fight. Mm. It wasn't... Y- <sighs> It wasn't good. There weren't good signs going in, and that certainly was one of them. But to be honest, punters and dribblers, to be just to be honest, mm. not a good look, missing weight. In, nah, it's tough. It in, wasn't much. But, like, it wasn't a good look. No. I didn't think. No. I mean, he literally pissed it in, but... Yeah. It didn't set the tone. No, it didn't the set the tone. The way we wanted the tone no, to be we didn't. set. we didn't want it set that way. But he was a humble dude. He's a clearly a good dude, but like the, he, you know, he handled it well, the loss. I mean, Devin, slickness, just slickness. He is slickness. Slickness personified. Yeah, man. he is the embodiment of slickness. What do you say? What do you... What do you do, punters and dribblers, when you when you're confronted with with slickness on that level? How do you? It's it's yeah. like slickness personified, yeah. and George needed to to to, to like be, find a way to defeat slickness, mm. and unfortunately, slickness won on it's, the day. It's I mean, it's very difficult to combat slickness. It's like put it this way: it's like you've got a new white T-shirt. And you you might happen to be enjoying some some olives that you got from Woolworths Deli. Sure. And they're just bathing in oil. Mm. And then you get some oil in that shirt. You fucked it. And you're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it's like. Oh, that's exactly (laughs) what George was dealing with. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was oil on a white shirt. Oil on a white shirt. And he couldn't get it out. No, you couldn't get it out. No matter how many times George (laughs) tried to wash that white shirt, which was Devon, you couldn't get the oil out. (laughs) He couldn't get it out. And it was left with a stain. It was left with a stain. The stain being Being the loss. The stain on his record. On his record. Being that loss and all the belts going. (laughs) <laughs> that oh, that watching sense. george hand over his belt that was classy i reckon it was classy as fuck but it was like etch yeah it was brutal it was fucking brutal it wasn't a fantastic fight let's be honest well tom and i were saying but the event was dude we were fucking like the event we we'll get to the event because i feel like we're in the fight now yeah okay aren't we yeah 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 i think what your saw punters and dribblers is a case of like sometimes the sweet science mm. can be too sweet. Oh yeah, no you can you can O D on sweetness. Yep, like that was one for the purists yesterday. Yeah, and um, whereas like I feel like us Aussies sometimes want to see a bit more slugging. Well, like bashing. Yeah, you know what I mean. I want to like see bashing and throwing. We want to see cunts throw down. Yeah. That's what we want to yeah, see. We 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 watch biffs, you know. We want to we want to see p- people get bashed. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Uh, and what you saw yesterday was like pop pop out, pop pop mm. out, pop pop out. Slickness, slickness, sweet science, sweet science, sweetness, sweet science. sweetness, sweetness slickness, slickness. And it was it was too much for George. But for that reason, it 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 sucked some life out of the crowd at times. Mm. The crowd had come in and out, in and out. But like. There was an understanding, there were knowing looks mm. around the room that, mm. oh, this isn't going the way that we thought it was going to go. No, Devon seems to be winning this one. I don't know what I'm looking at because I'm not a purveyor of but we, sweetness, th- yeah, but everyone but, was But everyone was. But right. everyone knew, bro. Everyone knew. Everyone knew. <sighs> everyone knew what was going on. Yeah. Devin wins, convincing. I, I want to know this, bro. Where the, who the fuck are All those cunts That hop in the ring afterwards Hangers on And trainers There's like 50 cunts in there Are you allowed meter. to just Walk up and hop in yourself if, if, I, if we were I would have done it Have they got special Like Inside the ring Passes on Yeah I There's think a lot of people That get in a there A lot of people get in I don't know what You gotta do Maybe that's our next goal Cause we've now Achieved a dream And again Thank you to KO And the whole fucking crew That we hung out with All weekend It was great fun but now we need to be in the ring. <laughs> They've got us ringside. Yeah. <laughs> now we need to be in the ring. Not yeah. fighting.
1: And not reffing. Not reffing. We need to be in
0: there. Like before the fight and after. Before the fight, we want to be in there. And then basically, we got to get in there after the fight. Yeah. So Holding the belts and shit. Yeah. I don't know whether that's going to be possible or not, but Who it's knows? just something to think about. Look, if you don't ask, you won't receive. You know, A closed mouth never gets fed. That's right. That's exactly right. Aim for the stars, and if you miss, you'll land on the moon. Yeah, except that's... Is that a saying? Yeah, just shoot for the stars. You're right. It is. It is. No, it is. It's a great saying as well. Um, the the fucking mood in there yesterday was good, though. No it pun was so sick. When man. they were walking out, it was like, oh, baby, here we go. Yeah, the crowd People was fucking People were mental. foaming at the mouth. I tell you what, Eddie, as per program... Nefair. It was a mixture of the glitz and glamour, the you know, the bright lights and the celebs yep. and the heavies with face tattoos who will potentially kill people they or were, have killed people. I felt like there, were, there was a very, very, very healthy weight or ratio of, of heavy to glitz, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Some guy got his fucking nose smashed across his face at the end, at the end of the uh, fight, which was nice to see. Yeah, we saw someone get fucked up at least. We know? did, we did see someone get fucked up. He looked like he was he was worse for wear. That oh, his like nose, Scottish was, kid. Or yeah, Irish kid, he's some Scottish guys lipping up, and then this giant. I'm gonna say Lebanese gentleman. I don't know whether that is true, but I think that was the vibe. Basically, just cracked this fucker in the face, broke his nose, broke his nose, blood pissing out everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then he just sauntered off casually. Yeah, the guy just kind of walked. The cops started to sort of roll in, and then he's walked away. Good to see as we arrive, Tom, our our uh, fur wearing friend from the Newcastle boxing. Listen, our our decision not to wear fur was absolutely uh, vindicated once again. Once again, you do not wear furs at the boxing if you are not a heavy, because you will get. Probably get your nose broken. <laughs> well, it's just I don't need there's that. In my just, life, there's just there's there's people there that are so, they're they're all presence, yeah. and you're like I don't want to be wearing what you're wearing. I don't want you to think I I'm don't want you fun th- of you. Sir. No, no, that's I don't, wanna, I, don't you know, I don't I couldn't bump into you at the shitters and get you smash my head into a door or something. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't need that in my life. I don't need that, Eddie. I'm here to watch the biffs. I'm here to see, hang out with me, old mate. You know. We had some fucking good seats. The view was divine. It, the view was the divine. The view was divine. Thank you, KO, for... Thank you, KO. For going on the big lift. Carlos is always... Carlos, King Carlos, Timmy, and the crew. Good stuff. Probably like the fifth row, sixth, fifth or sixth, I think. Fifth, mm. maybe. Close. Close. On the aisle. On the aisle. Uninterrupted views. Uninterrupted waterfront views. They were waterfront. They, they were waterfront, were waterfront views. That waterfront views. Yeah, and it wasn't like views of the water views. It was like waterfront. No waterfront. It wasn't that I could see the water like three kilometers away. No, it was that the sand, the beach, the ocean, the water was lapping at my fucking toes. That's I could walk. I could walk down from my mansion. Yeah, into the In, and straight into the water. Yeah, uninterrupted. Uninterrupted to my own beachfront. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waterfront. Waterfront. Now, like, it wasn't the biggest house on the street, sure. But I'm on the street. And we're not complaining. No. I'm on <laughs> That's the not street. A we're on the street. We're in, we're in the fucking ritzy neighborhood. <laughs> sure, it's not the biggest <laughs> house. No, it's not the biggest house. That's fine. That's for next time, hopefully. We're just uh, we're we get, like, to... like, Mundane was two rows in front of us, right? Chalky ducks. So, you know, the, the cheese, Rose Boys. The Hectic Cheese, the Rose Boys. Two rows. You know? So like their houses are bigger, sure. Yeah, that's fine. That that makes sense. It makes a lot that of makes sense. makes a lot of sense. It'd be it'd be odd if we were if our houses were bigger than theirs. That's for sure. It would have been very odd. It would have been I would have felt uncomfortable if I had six bedrooms and they had five, you know what I mean? Wouldn't have felt right. Would have felt listen, right. Listen, I would have taken it. <laughs> oh, look, I'd never <laughs> seen that to a bigger house, I'm never. And <laughs> KO know that. I'll always take a bigger house. <laughs> if it's going, if it's going, <laughs> um, you know our policy we will, we will bend over for the corporate dollar, <laughs> yeah. Um, Stay but best. I think that in the but like you know in what's right for the world, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The what the what, the way it should be, the way it should be. It was good to see Chucky in front of us. Yeah, yeah, looking good. Danny Green, Danny Green looked great. Danny Green, Danny Green, slick, like sort of like post retirement, Danny Green, yeah, has got some serious. Fucking! I hair. think he's got hot, dude. So this this real slick back look that he's going for. He's he's again slickness. It. Yeah, it is slickness, but it's a different type of slickness. <laughs> it's a greasiness. It's a it's a it's a greasy slickness. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it was good to see Danny. Oh, it was good to see Danny. No, look, you just sort of just nod. I don't know if you recognize, not even noticed, but we saw him. Know that <laughs> we saw Danny. We saw him from afar. Better believe that. Saw the vault from afar as well. So Gar side from afar. So of cleaning windows at the lights in Bono Junction. Um, you know David Gallup from afar. Oh yeah, Gallup was there, Dave. <laughs> he he didn't have time to to stop by, unfortunately. No, he didn't. But you know we 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 exchanged nods. Yeah, he exchanged nods. Um, and just sort of, we we were actually busy to be honest. He did want to he did want to yarn, but we were um. I don't even know what we were doing to be. I can't remember. But we were too busy for, for Gal. Now, were he still the head of the NRL, we might have made some different. We might have made some time for him. But now I think he's like, is he the A League still? I don't know where he is now. I don't think he's at the A League, or maybe he is. I don't know.
1: Good for him. He's not in the papers anymore, put it that way. <laughs> That's all that we care about. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not at the A League anymore. He's just a sports administrator and lawyer. So he's not working. Is he retired? Uh, he hasn't retired. There were rumours back in 2021 that he was going to join the Cricket Australia administration team, but I don't oh, think yeah. that ended up happening. How old is he now? He is like 56. 56.
0: Bang. Just, just, wow. I just guessed it. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of slickness escaping you there already, is it? <laughs> leftover <laughs> slickness from the weekend. <laughs> Sounded nice, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> not <Isn't> it? <laughs> Fucking there's a bit of leftover uh, slickness. Uh, you can't get that one past me, mate. I heard that thing <laughs> fucking <laughs> slipping out. Um, gurgling. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Look, unfortunate for Georgie. What can um, you do? Rematch. You know, I don't know if the rematch will happen. There is a rematch clause, punters and dribblers. They are, Haney is legally obligated to do it again at Marvel Stadium. The question I would pose, and I pose it to the punter and the dribbler and to you, Tom, Mm. is do we want to see a rematch? The only reason I would want to see a rematch is for an Australian in the ferocious one to win back damn belts. (laughs) (laughs) I get that. But I don't, like, (laughs) will they do it? Like, I don't understand. Boxing is always so fucking squirrely, right? Like, I just get the vibe, like... If you're Mr. Slickness, Devin Haney, (laughs) and you want to make fucking, you know, the big bickies, big, big bickies. You don't reckon they're big bickies for that? You don't reckon there's big bickies on offer? I'm sure there were big bickies, but if you were to fight Ryan Garcia or Tank, are those bickies a little bigger? Will Lomachenko and Tank? Or Lomachenko? I don't Lomanchenko, know. Just Ryan, Ryan Garcia pull crowds. I know who he is, but like, is he? I draw? think yeah. Well, he's listen. I don't fucking have he any He wouldn't idea. get a title shot next, don't worry. He wouldn't be far off. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't be ahead of Tank. Well, so there. I've, I said Tank. I know he did. But I'm removing Garcia. Yeah, right. And inserting Lomachenko. Right. Well, Lomachenko's in a war. Yeah, but this war could be going for fucking. Ever it could like it could go for like a long time. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that that should be factored into. He's saying, Vasily, listen, bro, this thing could this thing could drag on. Like we need you back, fucking pound on the heavy bag <laughs> and dancing your feet. Yeah, we just need you to come back and start biffing again. Yeah, and then you can go back. There's an undisputed on the line, bro. Go and fucking start biffing. You start throwing again. Yeah. Bro. That's all I'm saying. The country needs you to be like a beacon of hope. But listen, if George, and I'm sure he will, all he needs to do is come out and say a couple of things, be like, this is what I'll change to win. I'll go, okay, baby. i believe that. Mm. And we're back on. I just don't know how ironclad these fucking rematch clauses are. Like, obviously, you see rematch clauses come off. I can't recall ones that get gnar though. Yeah, maybe not. It was just the way we, they were speaking, where George is like, you know, I gave him a shot, so he should give me a shot. It's like, you fucking signed it, dude. Who gives a shit what he should? Yeah, but me? then I did. read other. Yeah, but I read other stuff where they were. They were like, he goes, Haney was like, oh, it depends on what Allah wants. Yeah. And then George was like, smiled and goes, no, it's not. It's what the contract says. It's got nothing to do with Allah. Well, unless our promoting the next fight, him or he. he I think he would technically be promoting all fights, right? <laughs> he we got Lou Bella sucking off Bob Aaron when Allah is really the greatest promoter of all time. Yeah. Yeah, put some fucking put respect, some respect on, Allah's on, name, on Allah's name, Lou DiBella. <laughs> Lou's all wrong. No, Lou's got it all twisted. It's clearly... Well, yeah, but that in and of itself, though, the fact they're talking about it like that, it's not like, oh, well, fuck it, this is just what I have to do. At Parish of Blue. At Parish of Blue. I think potentially there's like... Haney's probably got reservations because he's like, well, I don't want to come back to Australia. It's a long fucking way to come. Like, it was pretty comprehensive. Is this the best use of my time? At the end of the day, if he's contracted to, come back here, bro. Come back, bro. Come Get back. that slick ass back into the country and we go again. And... And our boy just needs to figure out a new game plan because mm. the overhand rights weren't landing. No, nothing was really landing. He was just—he was like—he was. There was times yesterday when he was throwing punches, like wild punches, not landing. Sorry, my fly's down, everyone. That's all right. Uh, Haney not there, and then it like he would just like lose his balance and like almost fall into the ropes. Yeah, that wasn't a good <laughs> look, was it? <coughs> Which was, you know, wasn't a great look. No. You know what I mean, mate? I'm hearing you. I'm definitely hearing you, Eddie. What you I what I am doing <coughs> is hearing you. Um, do you hear me? Knows? No, I'm hearing you. <clears throat> I'm hearing you. Okay, good. Yeah. Who the fuck knows what will happen, mate? Who the fuck knows? Who knows? You know? Who knows? Who knows what will happen? Um, but. After the fight, it was kind of good having the fight, just like be in the day and then you can go out for a rip. I kept, you know that when you like get into it a bit earlier and then you're like, holy shit, it's only like eight o'clock. It was great. I feel like I've been dancing for days. There was a couple of those moments yesterday where we were like, holy shit, it's like fucking seven o'clock. It's like five o'clock. It's yeah. like four o'clock. We're flying. Flying. I like that place we went to with the, the crew. After Her. That. Her in Melbourne. Her rooftop, yeah, Melbourne very up its own ass just generally, which is just you know is true. But as a town or a city, I will say this, and obviously there was a, maybe a bit more of a festival atmosphere in the in the in the in the city because of the fight being in town. I don't know, but fucking a lot happening. I think it's I think in my experience it's always like that. It was pumping. It's That's it's, That's what it's like down there. It pumps. There's nowhere in Sydney really that does that anymore. No, I don't see. Well, I don't know. I'm old now. Because they rip the eyeballs out of it. Yeah. Everyone just goes and fucking goes to each other's houses and sits around dining tables.
1: <laughs> They've also got like their version of Vivid on at the moment as well called Rising. That's on in Melbourne right now. Oh, really? Because I didn't see any
0: lights. On. Wasn't looking for them. No, I wasn't looking for them. But, so, I mean, you don't have to... If it's Vivid, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, oh, the fucking Opera House has got, like... We might not have been in the the right part of the city. Well, then that would indicate to me that the people we were seeing had nothing to do with Vivid. No, that was ripping and tearing. Lines out the arse for everything. Some of the lines to get into these joints were fucked up. Now, we don't do lines anymore, but... Nah, it was too. Well, it was just it was too. I'm um, again, I can't be fucked to wait. That's what I mean. I'm not waiting. I can't. I'm just I don't have the patience, I don't no. have the wherewithal to do that anymore. No, also, I think the places that you align we, were, up we for, waited 10 minutes, 15 minutes for that bar, and it fucking near sent us mad. Oh, to get drinks. No, the bar we went to on Saturday night with Michael oh that's right yeah that one and it was empty it wasn't empty but it wasn't full there was no reason for us to be lining up (laughs) the guy was like making us line up and then we're like we got in there and it was like why the fuck are we lining up this thing is hard it's far from heaving it was just it was dumb it was dumb as fuck did see michael pride there we did And his brother, Louis. And his brother, Louis, and their mates. Louis had some guests as well, so shout-out to Louis. Yeah, shout-out to to Louis. Always good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But all in all, Eddie, a fantastic weekend was had. A fantastic weekend was had. It was. A fantastic weekend was had. Mm. And now, officially... On to health kick diet mode because we pounded Maca's into the earth this morning and when we were leaving We literally left we we went through the security scanner realized that there were two shithole cafes in that shithole terminal Went and asked someone excuse me, sir. Where the fuck's your McDonald's? He said it was in Mac. He said that it was in the international terminal. So we had to leave the building again after already checking in and scanning through and going through all the security checks to go to the International Terminal to get some much-needed Maccas, literally made it back five minutes before we were meant to board. We had to eat it on the walk. We had to eat it on the walk. We weren't running, so it wasn't eating on the run, but it was eating on the walk. Eating on the walk. Which is not how I like to enjoy my McDonald's. Nah, dude, nah. There's no gracious way to enjoy a sauce and egg with a hash brown whilst walking. Had shit all through my beard. You did but, have shit on three of you. But that, you know, what I'm saying is that's the catalyst for change. <laughs> that walk. That walk's the catalyst for change. That's it. That's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. Yeah. Strap on the runners. Daddy's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 We're half back. We're half back. We're just making poor, you know, some some poor decisions. Yeah. Not many. I tell you what. The I don't understand why like hotels don't have minibars. Some do, but if you have one, like if you're a hotel, look, the one we like it didn't have one, no. and it was fucking devastating. Yeah, and it was such a letdown, and it was completely unacceptable and <laughs> completely ridiculous. Yeah, and I should be able to order cocktails to the room at one <laughs> thirty-two in the morning. <laughs> and, you know, that's what all mean? we're saying. Oh, like, if if, right, you're, like, if, a if hotel. you're not gonna fucking, if you're not gonna put. Mini bar. Piss in the fridge for me, then I should be able to get on the blar at two thirty in the morning <laughs> and get martini shipped up. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? Surely not. Surely not. Is there no one working at this joint? Well, someone answered the phone. What are they doing? Can they? What, they don't Snip so so into the fucking bar and get <laughs> shaken, <start> bro. Shaken. They're <laughs> thirsty, thirsty boys up here. Sharing a room. Sharing a twin Sharing a twin Getting to know each other Yeah, you know Just a couple of fucking 30 year olds In single beds Just sharing (laughs) rooms Making bad decisions So we need you to get them up here Quick smart We need them dirty as fuck (laughs) We need them dirty, bro We need them dirty Uh, So puns and dribblers That was basically In a nutshell Our trip Yeah also one of the great punting weekends of all time. I might be the oh, hottest roulette player. Oh, righto. Ever. So we go, to the fucking, we go to the casino on f- Friday. Tom, so hot on the roulette. Tommy roulette, they were calling me. I, like the I, whole, I, the I, whole I casino rec- was like, holy shit, it's Tommy roulette. I recognised early in the going that Tom was fucking r- really starting to heat up. Yeah. So I abandoned my strategy. Well, up. the strategy became do what I say. <laughs> And that was a smart strategy. Well, I abandoned my strategy to, to follow yours. I made I made you money. I became hype man. Yeah, you were hype man. I'd hype his bets, and still I'd hype I'd hype those bets up. Yeah. To so the point, like we got so hot that uh, people started coming to our table because they're like, "Well, that table's yep. hot." Like They'd fly to honey, like, mate. When we left, so like fucking some chick like beelined it for the. There seat. was a little grandma there who was just watching me get to work, and I could tell she was blown away. And then, but she wasn't playing. There was no one else sitting at the table but me and Eddie, and we were hot, and it was like almost probably why no one was coming because so was like, it's too hot to be around there right now. Then this little lady, she just pops over, and just she just sweetly just watching me pound the fucking tables into the earth. Probably thinks I'm like some card-counting freak just by how consistently I was just bang, bang, bang. Card counting and roulette as well. No, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. mass genius. No, I genius, know what you mean. Like some mass no, genius I mean. whiz fucking. <laughs> sure. And then as soon as we get up, because you could feel the the part about being that tapped in with roulette is knowing when the energy's good and when the energy's bad. And there were times when we were on and then you'd try and give me a tip and we'd lose and I'd say, stop killing the energy. And then next time we'd go back to me and bang, we're back. Like you'd be like, "Oh, what about this? And then it would be like, well, there you go, Eddie. We just fucking lost. Thanks for that. But I was so hot that once we once I realised the energy in the table had gone and we decided to go and explore greener pastures, that little grandma, that sweet little thing who'd been just eyeing me off the whole time, just went straight. She had a million seats she could have been sitting at, but she wanted my warm seat. My hot, hot fucking seat. Now I don't know how I don't know what became of her. No, we don't know what became of her. The you know But some people think she's still sitting there potentially. But having recognised that the table had gone cold, I think she made a poor decision personally. Yeah, Yeah, well, that's, I mean, the people, I don't think that uh, she was a great Vibe roulette player. She was looking in all the wrong places. She was. She was. And there was only disappointment there, really, for her. Oh, well, the, the, the energy had gone from the table. Energy had gone. Me. So, look, we collect there. We collect big. Next, uh, uh, that night, obviously, I get the NRL collecting big there as well. Next day, I reckon I picked 12 winners. You were on the, pun- <laughs> the ponies. <laughs> Excuse me, on the ponies. Yeah, you gave us a really nice $21-y-do. one to kick things off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boosted to $26. did not tell Carl... Every time I told Carl a the tip, they didn't win. So I no, stopped telling him. Yeah, we had to stop telling Carl the tips because he was bringing the bad energy. Um, but it was tough, tough titties when we bloody, we both jagged this $21-e-do thing to kick things off. And they were all like, uh, what the fuck? Where was the tip? Sorry, brah. Sorry, brah. Sorry, bruh. Then Manly obviously fucking humped the Warriors in <laughs> the earth. <laughs> Which we'll Salute to. there as well. Jack Robinson literally... With two seconds to go in the final of land. Mm-hmm. that was one gets of the breaks you've feet, ever given me. Gets the fucking score. We've been on Jack for. We put on that bet two weeks ago at eight bucks. Mm. The big fella salutes. We were on big. He wins. We win big. So now I'm realizing that holy shit, am I in the th- am I in the throes of the greatest punting weekend of my life? Yeah, I am. Mm. And for that reason. We chose to ignore the thousands of signs that George may have been in trouble yep. to try and put the cherry on top, the greatest punting weekend of all time, which was George Cambosis around eleven forty-one bucks. Yeah. Look, it didn't salute. It didn't salute. But it didn't need to. No, it didn't. Not to make it. It was already the best. And for reasons we've already explained, one of them being the repeated use of a white trench coat, George didn't win. And we should have noticed it. it. We did notice it. We did, did notice have, it. We talked we about have, it. But we should have, you know, I think we talked about that on Friday me. night. Yeah, we did. Or Saturday. And it was one of those things where I just came out where it was just a silent moment where you it was just like, I need to talk to you about something. <laughs> I'm seeing this jacket too much. Yeah. And you were like, I've been thinking the exact same thing. I'd been thinking it for weeks. Yeah but didn't have the the stones to voice it. No. You didn't want to bring that energy into You don't world. want to bring that energy. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, shout out to Kay. Shout, shout out to, to Kay. Shout out to Marvel. Shout out to Melbourne. Shout out to... Uh, the domestic fucking, terminal. Shout out to Maccas. Manly, Eddie. Manly back in the winner's circle. Uh, the curse finally broken. The curse of that black jersey finally broken. We absolutely pounded those fucking warriors into the ground, and was, we needed to. We needed to. It was, I tell you what, punters and dribblers, it was a, it was one of the great Saturday nights of all time. Been at the pub punting on horses all afternoon. Went back for a kip. Woke up. That was a nice little sleep, though, wasn't it? It was <sighs> great. Get on the blower. Couple of beers up here. Couple of shivers regals. Until your finest club sandwiches, if you, <laughs> if you don't mind. If you don't mind, uh, footy goes on, and manly are in a mood. Oh my god! When when Sipley scoring the first try of the night, out of dummy half. Out of dummy half, you know we're ready to pound. We got our pounding shoes on. <laughs> we got our we got a fresh pair of fucking pound tan ones on, and we took the Warriors to the cleaners. Yeah. Simple as that. <sighs> All the boys were up and about. Joshy Schuster in the six looked fucking elite. Kieran Foran played a steady hand, needed to. Hamole Olakawatu, one of the great rugby league handfuls of all time. He (laughs) fucked up Marcelo Montoya so hard. We're like Marcelo of winger jamming in fame, jammed in off the wing to try and shut down Olakawatu. Who he wasn't even running, right? Like, he had just he just was standing still and had the ball in his hand. And Marcelo flying in just bunced him. He bunced him, dude. It was a buncing. It it was an arbor. We didn't palm him, he just went, Yeah, but it was like, get off me. You know what I mean? Like, you're not up to it. It was a nice try, bro. Yeah, good try. Good try, but no, thank you. No, thank you. I'm not interested in, in what you're selling Montoya. No you you aren't up to scratch. You're not no. on my level. Ola Kawatu was a fucking rugby league handful on the weekend. Score on tries, boots and motherfuckers, impossible to tackle. Took like five, six strong men to get him down. Yeah. That's a six to one ratio for those playing along at home. Not often seen in rugby league football. No. So, you know, that's a fucking, that's a win for the club. Reuben Garrick, just, just doing a job. Yep plays plays the subtle hand in the first in the first half in the second half he comes out and goes all right my turn now baby I'm gonna score a coupler set the tone let me do the job kicked his ass off Jason Saab reminding everyone of how quick he is so it's just it was a, it was a great Saturday night for the club I don't know how else to say it no there's no other way to say it now I think it was my biggest rugby league bet of all time in Manly thirteen plus Ruben two or more and Hamole anytime at thirty eight something, which was delicious. And I'll thirty eight and four, I believe. I'll be uh, you know beating myself off. i you know on about even this week when that time comes. But I loved how Jake handled himself after. like you know, firstly Mick Ennis took like the most unnecessary shot at him in the press in the like post game interview, where he's like. He was like, Jake, we're usually not used to talking to you at this time of year, but uh, how do you think that game went or something? I'm like, Why are we why are you like if you're gonna say that, like ask him about origin and how he feels about maybe being left out, but don't just be like, Well, you're not in origin, how'd you find the game? Yeah, it was it was a low brave, blow low blow from Mick, mm. who was a New South Welshman, and I would have expected better. Yeah. To be honest. He's better than that, Mick. He's better than that, Mick. He's better than that. And, you know, it is what it is. But it didn't rattle Jake. Nah, Jake's mate, like, you he, know what, can't I love fucking playing for Manly. He was actually pumped up. He, he said like, it was silver lining, he goes, mate, I just got to captain my club at Brookie and we just pounded the Warriors into the ground. Life's on cool. the Golden Eagles day. Yeah. That shit gets Jake out of bed. Yeah, That's the sort of stuff that gets a proud clubman up and about. Yeah. He was foaming at the mouth. Running around after the game, saying it to everyone, taking photos, signing balls, signing nipples, signing arses. Yeah, Like, yeah, just yeah. doing the damn thing. No, he was doing it all. Shafts. Shafts. You know, nothing was off limits. No, part, no, right? no. He'd, he'll sign anything. He'll sign anything. And he'll do a job. Now, the Warriors, Edward. Yeah. Obviously, you know, one of the great rugby league teams in 2022. But on this night... Or more generally speaking, they're awful. It it was there was some, on some occasions there on Saturday night I was like this, this might be some of the worst rugby league I've ever seen a team play. Yeah, at at times. Yeah, it was fucking bad. Like it was bad, bad. They, like, Corey Parker of middle third fame. Was absolutely ripping Sean Johnson a new asshole. I've never, I don't think I've ever heard someone go hard, that hard in the paint mm. as Corey did whilst ripping Sean a new a hole. Yeah, it was brutal stuff. And but you know what? It's kind of for a I was fair. like, I'm like, he's Corey's calling it how he sees it. Yeah, just, I like it. You know, I like it. Just like a lot of footy, you, you know, happens in the middle third. Mm. He's happy to call out Sean Johnson of not having a crack fame. Of just like and it's not an attack on Sean directly but as the player no he he doesn't do enough and hasn't ever done enough in my opinion really like and that may sound like ridiculous he's played for his country and he's a good player but it's in terms of like where he's at i i just never felt like he's been like you'd never be confident going into a game what you're going to get from Sean Johnson no because you can get rocks or diamonds right yeah like literally you can get rocks or diamonds Yeah. crate ceiling but he's, he's prone to those trench games where it's like ooh, like trough games like when whatever. the fucking warriors had like a two-man advantage against the sharks didn't they for like the whole game and couldn't get the chalkies they couldn't get a fucking point yeah, at the end of the day, that does fall on the shoulders of the seven. Like it or lump it. It is what it is. And Corey was ripping him in, you asshole. Corey was a destroyer of worlds that night. <laughs> and that world was Sean Johnson's. Um, but shout out to Manly, shout out to the club, shout out to the Golden Eagles, shout yeah. out to Manly, shout out to the shout club. Shout to the club, to Manly, the Golden Eagles. the club. premierships. Premierships to Manly. Top to eight. Top, top four. Eight. Yeah, well, we're just, we're just slipstreaming, bruh. Don't worry about us. Slipstreaming, don't we're you just, worry. We're just slipstreaming over here, bruh. Yeah, we're just good. slipstreaming. We're um, all good. Doggy's lost again. Addo <clears throat> Carr looked fucking good, though. At least he got two tries. He deserved it. He should have been in Origin. It's bullshit, but whatever. Who cares? And Freddie, we trust. Two tries from the Fox. But the dogs still lose to Penrith with, like, literally half their side out. Not a good sign for the doggies. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, Roosters lose to the Raiders. Love it. Love that. Love it. Roosters don't get rugby league. We've always said that. We've said that for a long time. I think that this season's over. You might as well pack it up. Yeah. Nothing to see here from the Chooks. No. Wind it up. I'd be winding it up. If I'm Robbo, I'm I'm sending the boys home. I don't know, like Roosters, maybe you just start doing preseason for 2023. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Pack it up, pack it up, and just start focusing on next year. Get into preseason. Yep. Pack it up. Yeah. Just pack it up and go home. That's what I'd be saying. That's what I'm saying. Mm, it is what you're saying. It's exactly what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's what I'd say. That's what I'm saying. Now it's what I'm saying as well. Yeah. So that's what we're saying. Pack it up Go home It's over It's over It's all over mm-hmm. Say goodnight Sayonara Yeah you know Like go Time to say goodbye Time to say goodbye Andrea Bocelli, baby Yeah This is Andre Bocelli. Yeah Time to say goodbye By Andre uh, Bocelli. Andre Bocelli, And Sarah Brightman I think I don't know He sings with someone Doesn't he sing it by himself? Oh no he doesn't I mm. do Sarah Brightman Ego, you Bang So it's Andre Bichelli and Sarah Brightman That is the Roosters Time to say goodbye Someone got the last name Dumman. Dumbman Brightman Dumman. <laughs> I mean is bright Is dumb the opposite of bright In that situation Or dimman Dimman Darkman Nah light Light, dark, bright, dim but Bright can be smart. That's, that's why, that's why yeah, I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hearing you. Really interesting question that you posed there. I will say that. It's a very interesting question. Shout out to KO. Shout out to KO. For who, her love and support. You know, without him, we just wouldn't be here. Rugby league, rugby league. rugby league. If you're going to watch KO, rugby league, watch it on KO. Of course you do. Of course, of course you, of you, course you do. do. Make smart decisions. Come on now. Of course you do. Playing hurt. Lift, Tom. Lift, lift, lift. Lift, lift. 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 Come on. My lift. My hit up. You're hit up, bro. You're fucking Give you're me the up ball next. Give me the ball. My hit up. You're hit up, bar. You're hit up. Brumbies won. Good on him. Brought under the Brumbies. Shout out to you. We watched the last eight minutes. That was good eight. Much, that's how much. Look, we met we the Rugby in this country means enough for us to at least fucking tune in. Well, after the manly game. After the manly game, that's right. And we glanced at the swans as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, Origin, Wednesday night. I have been listening on the playing punters and dribblers to the sounds of our stories of origin podcast series. Let me tell you, it's good gear. Yeah, you did say that to me that it was good gear. It's good gear. It's good gear. First episode Wally and fucking Fatty just, just going through the, the, the early days of origin, 1980 onwards. Good stuff. Next episode. Joey and Cameron Smith, fucking good stuff. Yeah, that sounds like something that'll be getting me horny. Yeah, it, it will. It will get you horny. Joey, like he sets the scene for like what was actually going. You know, he played three games in eighteen months before he before that two thousand five Origin game. Really, he'd only played one game that season, and he came on and put on arguably the greatest performance in the history of Origin football. Wow. I didn't realise he played that few games and he was coming back from injury, but Jesus. Yeah, he's like, my body was absolutely fucked basically at the end of my career like in those last few years. Talk about catalogue in 97, it's just good stuff. Just good, honest stuff. You just love it. Mm-hmm. Joey, apparently, like in one game, I can't remember what game it was, he defended at nine and played seven. Freddie's like, no, that should be impossible. Like, you can't do that. But Joey did it because he's a fucking psychopath who defends his dick off. He loved to tackle Joey. He's like, I couldn't even lift my legs, brah. That's how fucked he was. <laughs> but he just, he but just, he did, but he did, but he did. He's saying how, in like after cattle dog, after um, fucking who's the guy that got him with that good one? Don't know. But he got him. He got him. I've forgotten his name. I heard it like five minutes ago. Um, Joe was in the change and get stitched up, and then he just fucking smelled like this the lingering scent of durs and Tommy. Radonicus walks in and goes, fucking get out of there, you soft cunt. Like, go over crack. It's so funny. So he got stitched up and went back out and played. Yeah. He got fed. He got fed, yeah. Joey. He got fed. Um but <clears throat> Origin Wednesday night, the fucking We're doing the live show outside with Denon from the locker room hotel. Uh, make sure you get along. If you're out there, come say good day. Yeah, come say good day. Things kick off at, I think it kicks off at five. Yours truly will be up there. We'll be there about six. We'll be on at about six. Just so you know. Just so you know, it's, uh, it's uh, Guru and Supercoach Playbook. Uh, I believe joining Kempi first. And then the professors of dribbling yarn will get up there and break down the game intricately. Oh, it'll be intricate. It'll be really exit as an OZ from yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. But it will yeah. be, like, basically what we're there to do is boy the boy the blues. Yeah. Boy the boys. Boy the boys. I think that the the, the dynasty continues. Mm. And I think first things first, get a fucking win on home soil. Sure. We haven't played here for a couple of years. When was the last time we played here? Would have been a fucking, while ago. I don't know, mate. The 80s? I can't even remember. Sure. Feels like it. It feels like it, mate. Feels like it. It feels like it. I think we hump them. I think we hump them good and good and true and proper and real. Um and Billy Slater might genuinely be a one game origin coach. They might sack him after this. That's what I'm saying. And that's not hyperbole. That's just my opinion. I think Billy Slater gets sacked after this game. I think he leaves the ground in tears. Yeah. And I think it becomes abundantly clear, clear abundantly that he can't. Clear it's he's abundantly clear he's not cut out for Sundry. That he's not cut out for origin football at the highest level. and Everyone's just gagging on Billy's dick right now. Greatest coach in origin history. hasn't even coached a game. hasn't coached you go? Like, kid could play, sure. Oh, I'd love to. Kid could play. Kid could play. Oi. I'm not sitting here saying the kid couldn't the play. The kid could play. the kid could play. No, the kid could play. He played. Can't coach, but. Well, I haven't seen him coach. He hasn't coached any games. I don't believe the hype. You know, it's like, it's just, for me... There's a lot of hype. Kid could play, though. He hasn't coached shit yet. No. Right? Kid, Kid could play. play, though. Kid could play. Kid could play. Kid could play. All we're saying is that we think there's a very, very real chance that Billy leaves the stadium in tears, never coaches a game Never again. coaches a game That's again. all we're saying. Now, you could be like, shut up, dickhead. You're talking shit. Well, but are we? Are we, though? What would you know? What would you know? Ask yourself that question. Just because the kid can play doesn't mean the kid can coach. <laughs> They're not the same thing. They're different. They're different things. They're literally different. Not the same thing. Uh-uh. Different things. Not the same thing. So, so now, I'm f- yeah, fully expecting the kid to one game done, one and done. Yep. Um... I don't know. I'm running out of puff. Oh mate, the puff's gone. Don't worry about that. If I if 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 I were a puff factory, I'd be putting up the sold out sign. Or the closing down. Closing down. I'm closing down. I'm closing down. I'm, like the puff the puff factory has the quite puff, the puff factory is run out of run puff. Run out <laughs> of puff. <laughs> there's no puff in the puff no, factory. No, dude, there's none. There's none left. You can't you can't work as hard as we do no. and have, you know, never ending supplies of puff. You can't. You just can't. Sometimes you gotta pack it up. You gotta know where. When the padlock on the gate and, yeah. and and go home and wait for the puff to To return. To return. To the puff factory. Yeah. Or, or you know, for to, for production to to, to to start back up again. That's right. And again, that's ideal. We wanna be able to give people jobs, you know, to like to 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 work in the puff factory. We do. <laughs> Ultimately that's what we want. We want we want as many people to, to, to scrounge a nice healthy wage you know, out of that, out puff, of that factory, puff factory than we than we can. We hate that it's closing down. We do. We, We're not happy it. with it. No. We're not happy about we, it. it can't be helped. It can't be helped. Dior can run a puff factory union if we get things going. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then so, you can shit all over it. Yeah, I mean then we can and then we can go, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, But, like, you know, it's all possible. Yeah, yeah, as exactly. As long as the puff's getting made. Yeah. Now, at this point, punters and dribblers, there's no puff left. And there is no viable way to make more at this point in no, time. No, no, there isn't. What I will say, Eddie, as I bow the puff factory bit... <laughs> Was not any more in it? I don't know. If, <laughs> I think the puff factory yarn had run out of puff itself, if I can be honest. I would like to... um just shout out a dear friend of ours in um, Raphael Nadal for winning his 14th fucking French Open. Literally as many as Sampras won Slam. Sampras was the GOAT at some point. Well, he was the GOAT before Roger. Before Roger. Before Nadal. Yeah. 14. raphael this is 22nd Raphael's a motherfucker He's 35 years of age He's 36 Eddie He's 36 now Yep His body's absolutely fucked Mate the guy's fucked He's been, he's been getting shots He's been getting fucking like um, Shots in his feet Shots in his feet to numb him up Before he plays like every game So that he's not in unbearable pain He's like mm. I can't keep going on like this mm. Life's too short what what I would say to Rafael Tom, if I can just speak to him directly right now, yep, is that I would say, listen, you're in you're in good fucking nick at the moment. You've won two majors from two this year, um, and I quite frankly don't give a fuck about your foot. You're gonna have to keep numbering no, you're that gonna thing have to keep going, and I'll tell you why. I know exactly why. We need we need you to start putting some distance on on that friend fucking Djokovic of yours. You, yeah, always, you know basically I mean? can't retire until he's. Retired himself. I don't like. I understand that you're in pain, and I understand that you don't think you can play like this forever. And we're be, not. This is bigger, but than we're you. not asking you to. No. All we're asking you to do is just keep numbing up and keep winning slams to put distance between you and Joker, because we can't. Stomach him being number one No That's what we're saying We can stomach you being number one Obviously I Farrah lo- Was our guy But there's no But I'm a big But now. I'm a big Raphael guy I oh, love too. him mate I love him But He's a competitor You know And He plays with passion And he's fucking fiery And he's just He's, he's good He's a lefty And he's fucking used to wear hot. three. He's hot and he's Spanish And yeah. he's from Mallorca And he used to wear Three quarter pants And it's just It's a vibe man Yeah Now I'm in I'm on obviously in Camp Raphael and I I need him to be number one forevermore. Yep. yep. I think that's what tennis needs. I think that's no. what the world needs, the planet needs. No offense to you, Joker, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. you're not that you're not beloved. No. It is what it is. It just is what it is. I'm not gonna sit here on my podcast having completely run out of puff and tell Porky Pie. No, dude, nah not here not on this podcast that's not what you get it's just not what you get you're just not gonna get that here what porky porkies you're no. not getting porky pies here you? no you're it's not, getting not happening there's no way you're getting porky pies. that's not the way we operate and never have never will and that's a promise um also shout out to joe root for getting ten thousand runs
1: should we do some dribbles let's dribble baby a couple of quick dribbles before we get the fuck out of here all right, the first one is actually a triple dribble and it's a coordinated attack from an elite group within the punning and dribbling community. So I'll play it and then Neil will see. Nilsa,
0: Nilsa Benova-Cass, you're in. South newcastle Lions. North Northside-Hawks.
1: Fenno, South, Sunnybank, Magpies. This is so true. So what I think we've got there is the front row lineup of the Disciples group chat (laughs) with their junior clubs.
0: That is so fucking dribbly.
1: That is so dribbly. But I respect it greatly. That's origin spirit right there. I like that as a trend. I think everyone who calls up and dribbles needs to give their junior club a (laughs) shout out.
0: <laughs> That's good stuff. That's good stuff. <laughs> I like it. Puffless, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's puffless. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Know that if I had more puff in me, I'd be giggling. You know what I mean? I'd be <coughs> giggling my dick
1: off. Um, is that the dribble? That was the that was the dribble. Yeah, we got, was it. we got one more though. That's true. that's all. I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever. <laughs> all right, last one.
0: Hey, Dave, don't be upset. Bought some shit hat and you're a fuckwit <laughs> But remember to always open your eyes and you'll find that you're just a dream Hey Jay we love you man. don't Do need to have plan no shit you Who's on the recorder? So love you. You take your lips. Someone's on the recorder, bro. out all these tricks. The recorder's so good. Come on, everybody. Oh, my God, dude. That recorder is best on ground. Lots of love, Dave. Big Cheese done it out, boy. Shout out to Big Cheese and the fucking Big Cheese band. That was... Big Cheese and the cheesy boys Jesus <laughs> Christ that was I didn't even hear really any of the words I, as soon as I heard that recorder going, I was that it thing was, was electric it was all over That thing was fantastic. The moment the recorder showed up yeah. it was like okay okay good night if I'm on the voice'm I'm, I'm fucking turning for that performance you know yeah, what I remember. mean I'm hitting my button and my chair's spinning There's a reason recorders aren't allowed on the voice. You know what I mean? Well, it's just to be cheating. It's cheating. It's cheating. It's it, the equivalent of, it's 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 audible steroids, you know? It'd be game set, man. Yeah. Shout out to The Recorder, which has been doing heavy lifting in music classrooms. Since, you know, the, dawn since the dawn of time. Since um, the dawn of time. I respect people that go on with The Recorder, as that person clearly has. That, that person has clearly, you know, continued to hone their craft with The Recorder. Well going beyond, going on to higher honours. Yeah, well beyond the primary school music classroom. He's the, he or she has taken it to the fucking well, the big sort of, stage. You, you sort of stopped using the recorder like year two or something, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know exactly. I mean, it was uh, the recorder is the recorder meant to just be like a, a gateway sort of instrument to to you know get you really blown on some other things like a sax or an oboe or a clarinet? Like, is a recorder. You don't see anyone, or you don't see it enough anyway. I don't know anyone who's just, like, ripping a recorder on stage at a show. Yeah, I, I, which I think's a great shame. Yeah, it is a great shame. I think that's a great shame, personally. Yeah. I'd like to see more recorders out and about. Shitloads loads more. Like, it's a it's a great instrument, you well, know? look, look, Look at that fucking, that's world class, mm. the recorder in that song. Yeah. And it just, it adds another layer to that song, that the song was, I didn't realise it was lacking a recorder until the recorder dropped in. <laughs> well, it's making me think that most songs are missing a recorder. Yeah. Because when you hear it, when you hear it get about its work, you're you know, like, okay, okay. Well, this could be anything now. Right. Well, it is anything. Well, this is, it's everything. yeah, it's the key ingredient to any great song, I think, really, any great track. Hmm. It's, you know, it's the chicken in KFC. Exactly. exactly. You, know, exactly you right. could argue that yeah. strongly. No, you could argue it, I mean, and people probably will now. I hope they do, because that recorder was fucking... That was everything. <laughs> I Fucking loved that recorder. Yeah, I loved it so much. Um, that's us, punters, dribblers. That is us. That's Puff. That's Puff gone. Puff gone. Puff's left the building. Puff has gone. Puff has... Puffed its last puff. Puff has puffed its last puff. See you at uh out at Origin on Wednesday if you're there. Locker room hotel. Kempi and the boys on from five. We're on at six ish. Manly thirteen plus. Blues to hump, hump, hump. The Queenslanders thirteen plus. We'll uh we'll cover it with some some sort of punting thoughts on about even so keep your fucking dicks peeled for that one. Keep your willies peeled. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Better go. Yeah, we better go. (laughs) Could you two just not talk anymore?